0: Welcome to Creative City, the podcast that lets you listen in on my conversations with Cincinnati's most innovative and creative minds. Hey, welcome to the Creative City podcast, where I chat with Cincinnati's creative leaders and record the conversation so you can listen in. I'm Tamia Stinson from thestylesample.com, and I'm here today with James Marrable, who I think goes by maybe another uh, name no, or two every now and again. Known as, uh, <laughs> as well. <laughs> and James, can you tell the people what you do?
1: Yes, I am uh, the owner of Original Thought Required. Um, we're our streetwear boutique uh, located um, at 1307 Main Street. Been in business since January of 2010, so we just recently celebrated six years. Um, so it's a super exciting time for us. Um, That's
0: big time. I remember yeah. when you guys first opened, actually, because I was working on Main Street yep. at the time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we, uh, we didn't even have a, a real desk. We had like an Ikea table <laughs> with, with a sheet wrapped around it. And listen, it. <laughs> Ikea tables are legit. Now, let us, wait a second. But it's not for that.
1: <laughs> but we got through our first year with it, and then we, we stepped it up a little bit.
0: And what else do you do? Because you're a busy yep. man. I do a few
1: things. Um, aside from that, um, I put together various events, um, parties, and concerts throughout the city. Um, you name it, you name a, name a spot, I've done something there. Um, Then I also am a um, social media strategist or recruitment brand marketer um, for Macy's, Um, so I I handle all the national campaigns, um, just working to um, build a brand story around working at Macy's. So, whether it's talking about the company culture, um, sitting down and doing interviews such as this with um, individuals that may have done high profile um, projects. Um, we're just kind of just talking about their day-to-days. Uh, my, whole, my whole role with Macy's is about um, branding the work experience um, within the company.
0: That sounds pretty cool, but how do you think all of those things work together? Like, those, they seem like sort of disparate ideas, but somehow they all come from you, so there's yeah. got to be some connection. Um, they
1: are very different, um, <laughs> but the, the glue that holds it all together is marketing as a discipline. So um, with um, Original Thought Required, um, a lot of our success has really been based on um, marketing. Um, obviously, you want to have a product, but just being able to find different ways to reach um, you know, as many people as possible um, in a way that matters to them. Um, you don't want to just you know, bombard them with random messaging, but you want to, you want to reach them and, and start conversations or entice them in a way that kind of hits home with them. Um, same thing with the um, recruitment, brand marketing stuff. So I do a lot with social, and we create campaigns um, to kind of humanize the company. So it's you know if you're if you're looking at you know Macy's as a place to work or Kohl's or wherever, Burger King who cares? Um, <laughs> we want to tell a story that um, you see some 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 of yourself in the corp- in in the organization. So you can akin your story to a story that you may have heard about a person that works in a store or a story from someone that's an accountant that works in in our accounting department um, instead of working for a a Deloitte or a company like that. Um, So just those those marketing disciplines, being able to reach people on social media, creating videos, um, goodness just whatever like do you have a do you you have like a
0: a favorite aspect of it because I feel like you've mentioned social a few times
1: yeah social media is definitely the big driver Mm and that connects um with Macy's it connects with um Original Thought Required as well as um the events that we do yeah um I use social media as as a means to to connect with people um with large audiences as well as small audiences um and have specific conversations have um specific announcements um, being able to share different media different different videos um, just exchanging ideas so social media and marketing is definitely what kind of ties together all the different things that I do um, I guess the, the overall you know the overall steps that I take are different but the executions and the thought behind it and, and being able to, to connect with people is anyway as many people as personally as possible, Yeah. Um, that's kind of what really drives all of it.
0: So even with the social stuff, you still feel the need to make uh, like a personal connection with people?
1: Yes, definitely. So it may seem like a lot of times when, you, when you're when you when you're looking at a social media, um, a lot of stuff that goes out is super general. Like you might see somebody standing on the wall with a t-shirt on. You might yeah. see somebody walking down the street or someone rapping some cool song or just, you know, whatever. But the whole point of it is, it's really about um, trying to strike a chord with an individual. Um, once you strike that chord, um, you want them to engage with you. Mm-hmm. So, um, whatever you whatever you do, whatever your execution is, you want that that return. So you want someone to actually ask you a question, mm-hmm. tell you that they like it, or you know, say I'm going to come in, I'm going to check you out, um, because then that opens up your conversation with them. So you can take it a step further, um, whether it's offering them a coupon or um, inviting them to apply for a job, you can kind of probe them some more. Like, what are the things that you're looking for? Who are you as a person? Because then you can better tailor the overall experience. Um, it,
0: it sounds like you have a lot of insight into this sort of thing. It's yeah, like you do this for a, a living, almost. <laughs> what I do for a
1: living, and it's funny because I don't really talk about it. Uh, so this is all kind of coming out really? like, like a stream right now. So no, it seems like circle, it's very,
0: like... Not necessarily rehearsed, but it uh-huh. seems like you talk about this all the time. Like, yeah, you're <laughs> in a corporate boardroom. Like, yeah, guys, so this is what you need to be
1: doing. It's definitely what I do. And, um, yeah, I mean, I present and, you know, I, I talk about it, but it's still in its silo. So if I'm okay. at Macy's, I'm talking about what we're doing at Macy's. If I'm, you know, at OTR, uh-huh. I'm, I'm talking to, you know, people that work in a store or interns about what we're specifically doing. But from a holistic standpoint, um, really being able to see that, you know, everything that I'm doing is different. But... It's still, you know, they still hold very similar principles. Uh-huh. You know, you can can really affect people in different ways, but you just really have to make sure that you're tailoring, tailoring your message to the audience.
0: So where did all this come from? Like, how did you get your start? I know you said original thought requirement, I that's been around for five years, but what were you doing before that?
1: Um... Before that, I, I went to UC. Um, I graduated from the University of Cincinnati. Well, let's go back one more step. <laughs> I, started at, I started at UC as a computer science major. I was really okay. interested in computers. Um, but I kind of took, I, I got into the degre, degre, degree program. I had really good grades in school, so I kind of had my pick. So I got into computer science, but I didn't really research what that actually meant. So <laughs> I got into the classes, I'm in the actual College of Engineering. Um, With computer programmers, you know, that are my age, but with all this experience, and they really loved it, and they're actually building programs, like, where they saw
0: passion. Like code and stuff like that? Yeah, like code and all that. And, you know,
1: it's very important to know how to do that stuff, but to, like, really dig into it, you got to really love it. And it wasn't something that I was that interested in. Um, So I started looking into more of um, kind of facilitation, like understanding how programs work, how to use the programs and explain how to use the programs, And tie that in with marketing Um, because that's been like more of a natural that's more of a natural fit for me ever since I can remember like I've literally you know been a marketer like going back to being six years old and at uh, a homecoming game, and I was selling my dad's beers behind his back <laughs> because like, what's the money? <laughs> you know, just for.
0: Wait, were you the kid in school that sold candy? Sold candy. Oh my god, oh, yes. I knew it. So I could tell.
1: That was Definitely me. Okay.
0: Two hundred
1: packs of candy oh. every day. Oh
0: my god, I think I
1: should have <laughs> known. I should have known. Yeah, so yeah, I've been doing stuff for a long time. Um, selling CDs. Mm-hmm. Um, had like employees in school. It's funny, I was <laughs> home not too long ago, and I had like this ledger Of like how many packs of candy that I gave somebody. You know, oh, you had records. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Was like we were selling a lot of candy. Wow. Money. But um, so when I started thinking about that, you know, when I wanted to make my move, it just seemed like a better fit. Um, I got into marketing, and I just took off. Like it, mm-hmm. it made sense. Um, I loved all my classes. Um, graduated. Um, and then I started working um for a company called Bridge Worldwide.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. they changed in their yeah, it's
1: called Possible now. But um, I was a um digital marketing project manager. So mm-hmm. there, I, that's where I say I learned a lot of, of everything that I'm kind of implementing now. And obviously taking it to the next level because that was many years ago. Right. They, they didn't teach what I learned at, at, that at time. Bridge yeah. in school. Right. So it was just kind of like I got in there. On I started, the job. Yeah, on the job, <laughs> definitely. So I started working with different creatives, um, graphic designers, copywriters, um, user experience designers, web
0: programmers, all that stuff. How and, did you find the project management experience? Yeah. Um, Is that your thing, or were you more interested in the digital part? I was, coming into it, I
1: was more interested in the digital part, even still to this day. But the project management piece was something that I picked up and kind of, I picked up and didn't even realize what I was learning and how I'd be be able to use it going forward. So, like, now when I look at things, like, when I have various events or... You know, stuff going on at the store. I'm able to, um, you know, create lists and say yes. like this: come you know, a timeline, timeline. Time what
0: needs to happen yes. in this order? Yeah. I need
1: uh-huh. to talk to this person. Yep. Are you done? Is Are you done? <laughs> you know, like just, you know, just various you know components of the project. Yeah. Um, my PM, my PM experience at Bridge really helped with that because I'm not an organized person like at all. So I <laughs> you would think that if you, you talk to people that. that really know me, okay, I am a scatterbrain. I want to do as many things as possible. But from working with a bunch of scatterbrains, mm-hmm. I became the voice of reason. In the Isn't minute. that crazy
0: how it happens? <laughs> like, in some situations, I'm the crazy creative one. And yep. then in other situations, I'm like, oh, okay, we need to get down brass tacks, guys. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: yep. And that's definitely, that's definitely how it's come about for me. Um, then when I was at Bridge, you know, I had been talking about opening a store when I was in school. I kind of got into working. I had a loft. I used to live in um, Hill Justice downtown. Oh,
0: okay, yeah. Life
1: was good. Um, <laughs> I bet. But a, a good friend of mine, he asked me one day, um, you know, what's going on with the store? And he was just, you know, random question, but he's one of those people that ask very specific questions in a casual manner. Okay. And it was just kind of like, at the moment, I was just like, ah, I don't know, and kind of brushed it off, but then I started thinking about it later on, and and it was just like, this is something that I wanted to do. I, I wanted to have a creative outlet. I, I recently started a t-shirt line. Um, and we were selling things um, on the web. It was called A Typical Soul. Oh, my and, gosh. Yes. And that I, was you? That was me. So I remember that. Ago, that was me, yeah. Man, okay. <laughs> so we were doing that and just kind of, you know, learning, just learning the, the grassroots marketing piece, um, really taking hold of social media. Facebook came out when I was in college. So, like, just from a natural standpoint... You know, I just started playing around with different ways to kind of brand myself and my brand. Um, and it just, it kind of got to the point where it's like, either I'm going to, you know, take this next step mm-hmm. or not. Um, and I quit my job in November of 2009.
0: So you quit and then opened the then store? Then
1: opened. Yeah, so I... Yeah. I've been working on this plan on and off, but okay. it wasn't all the way where it needed to be.
0: Did you have, like, a vision of what you wanted, though, definitely, for the most part?
1: Definitely had a vision. Um, so, I, I, you know, I was taking meetings with, old, like, um, 3CDC people back in 2007. Were they um, around back then? Yes and no. Okay. Like, it was, like, some some little tables. Okay, okay. And small offices. It wasn't the way it is no, now, obviously. not like this at yeah. all. Um, and there was um, a woman, and her name is escaping me, but back then she was kind of like, she had this vision for what Over the Rhine was going to look like. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I always remembered that. And, and during that time when I kind of fell off in between when my friend asked me about, you know, what you know what am I doing with this? It made me get back on it, and I reached back out to her, and um, she started saying, like, alright, this is going to come, this is going to come, these are the things that are here. I think um, like like Little Mahima like was there, Michael was there. Shops and shops restaurants. and restaurants and, stuff. and okay. just what the street was going to end up okay. looking like. And it was very believable, like, what they were going to do with the neighborhood, and it came true. Like, everything she said, <laughs> I walked by I can't by imagine that it hasn't. Yeah, yeah. It, it's pretty crazy, <laughs> yeah. because you know how it was back then. Oh, I it know. It was still like, I don't know. But, no, um, it was real, and she took me to a lot of different spots, um, and when we came to um, 1307, it was just the perfect space. It was a perfect size. Um, price was was just right, <laughs> right, because, you know, no one was on Main Street, really. <laughs> right. Right. Um, so I, I took the leap. I signed the lease um, in October. Quit my job in November. Opened in January of t- yeah 2010. So basically, like a four month turnaround.
0: That's from crazy.
1: Nothing or something.
0: And you had all the financials and all the business plan and all that uh, stuff together. I had the or? business
1: plan together, um, but I didn't have all the money. Okay. Um, yeah. You know we were in a really really bad economic time yeah
0: that was not a good time yeah, it wasn't a
1: good time so no banks were no banks cared. Right, um, right so it was just one of those things like where you know i had credit cards that saved some money out you know okay. a 401k money that was out there <laughs> yeah and just really went and just tried to grab whatever i could and did it on a shoestring and in most cases <laughs> that is not advisable like most businesses <laughs> like i i'll straight up say it like it you are undercapitalized. Don't do it. Yeah. Um, it's gonna cause you a headache. It might fail really fast. Um, but I was just really blessed. Um, the one thing I can say, um, I was able to lean on my network, and a lot of people believed in what I was gonna do. And like on my first day that we opened, hundred people came. That's so crazy. It, yes, yeah, crazy. I didn't think. How did you get
0: the word out there. back then? Let's see, 2010. Okay, Facebook. Twitter was around. Okay.
1: Facebook and Twitter. Um, Facebook, Twitter um, created like you know all kinds of different graphics, and we really were all about you know trying to. Um, have this different image and, and, and saying that we're bringing something new to the neighborhood. Yeah. So even with the name Original Thought Required, it's like it's OTR, but it's not what you may think it is. Just come down here.
0: You already had a brand story.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. like it was already there. Yeah. And, um, so that's what I'm saying, like going back to my marketing degree and project management, um, it really helped. A lot of times, you know, when you, you have certain entrepreneurs, especially young people, they're like, I'm not going to work. F word, you know, I just want to start my own thing. I hear it all the time. I used to think like that. But looking back on it, what I learned from my one job, (laughs) it was valuable. It's all about like getting the right experience. Yeah. Like, you know, if you're working in the right place, even if you don't like it, and I did not like it, um, it wasn't so much that it was a bad job. Right. It just was I wanted to do something else. I wanted that store so bad, Uh it was like made made going to my job.
0: Anything other than that was just. Right.
1: But i learned so much mm-hmm. it was just, you know and there were resources like graphic designers that i was able to go back and work with and they've done certain projects for me um so again building that network and keeping it rolling
0: that's cool because it sounds like everything was kind of serendipitous i'm guessing it wasn't always that way 100 percent of the time
1: yeah no it wasn't all good no it was <laughs> a lot of work a lot of down days a lot of hours a lot of times where it's like man we might have shut these doors um yeah, it, it was. It's definitely been a journey, mm-hmm. um, but it but doesn't it's, look it's, like it's
0: letting up anytime soon. Yeah, so. it's,
1: it's it's one of those things where you know I'm, I'm keeping it going. It's I've had my 15 minutes, but it feels like I'm on my minute or not my minute, but my hour now. Like my okay. 15 minutes is is really gone way over time. So it's like now it's just more about just expecting to be here, expecting to work hard, um, just knowing that you know the. There's so many people that are looking at it. Now, a lot of times, for a lot of when I was doing it, it was really just about me. It was just kind of like, I want this store. This is all the stuff I like. Buy it. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yes. But it's like now, I've just had so many conversations, so many interns, um, so many people that, you know, like I've literally met when they were 17, and, you know, they're 23 now, mm. or, Individuals that were out of your first year of high school and they didn't know what they wanted to do with their life, and they came down and intern with me, and now they're on to having a career or, or breaking different brands. To see them go from you know just selling out of their cars or their house to having their own website or their own store, yeah, um,
0: that's got to be really rewarding. Yeah,
1: it is. It is. It is. It's, it's one of those things though where it's not a job like where, or it's not not a, not even a job. It's not a thing where I expect you know, a pat on the back. Like when you, it's, mm. it's more so, it's a, a smile inside when I see like <laughs> people, people excelling. And I know that I had a hand in that. Like, yeah. Individuals that just, just, just did not know what they wanted to do. And like, now they've got corporate jobs and they're, they're doing really well. And um, like, I've, you know, over these years, six years, a lot changes in six years. And it's, and it's, just, it's just funny just to see like people actually grow up.
0: Uh-huh. And you were part of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. So you've been there for a while and I know you were part of the artworks Big Pitch. Yep. Have you thought about I know you mentioned some stuff that I was really Interested in like when you were talking mm-hmm. During the actual pitch session. Are you Considering expanding In any way or taking on Yet more projects even I, though How would you have the time?
1: <laughs> it, I mean I would love to. It's just One of those things about just getting the funding for it. Yeah. Um, and that was what I was really hoping for out of the big pitch, mm-hmm. I'm not a great presenter, so it's kind of like I went up there, I had this idea, and it's a really, it, it was a really good idea. And I think tell it's me about your because I
0: need to, I need to regather my thoughts on this because I remember writing stuff down, and I was like, okay, this sounds like something that I would like to be a part of. This sounds like something really interesting. What yeah. was it again?
1: Um, so it was, it was called um, my OTR shop, and it was, it's really more about um, empowering um, individual brands to kind of take a stake in okay. um, a brick-and-mortar space.
0: Yes, okay.
1: Um, so right now, we, we bring on a lot of brands, like whether it's wholesale or we do a consignment deal or mm-hmm. something like that. But it's just kind of like we sell it, they do whatever they do in their life. But with um, my OTR shop, it's more like you have a, an actual stake is like in land in the physical... Bi- a physical place. And you can build it out however you want, to, however you want to build it out. Um, it's, it's your story. Um, and it, it allows for, you know, four to six different stores within one. Um, I kind of got the idea. Um, it's a little different, but I was out in L.A. some years ago and I went to Fred Siegel. And uh, yeah. like, they have all those different departments. Uh-huh. Um, and those different departments are literally kind of stores for specific brands. Yeah. I'm not sure if they run it. in in such a way that like the brands kind of dictate what you know how everything's laid out and maybe they just have like different departments for each brand like that's just how they want it that's how Fred Segal wants to do it but for me I wanted it to be a scenario where um they'd be able to kind of define and drive their their own branding their own space and um you know, with the you know just a small monthly fee, okay. um, it kind of mitigates the, the the issue of them having to worry about Wi-Fi, having to worry about heating, having to worry about overall rent, all insurance, business, and all that stuff. Yeah, right. So it's kind of it becomes more of a co-op for all, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. to a degree. Um, I think that's a it, it's a really good way for um, you know an aspiring entrepreneur to kind of dip their toe in there, get their, their get their feet wet, and try and figure out what it really takes to open their yeah. own space because it's just not a lot of opportunities. Um, And just looking at the landscape of where I came from back then, like there was, the deals were just so much better. Like I just look at like what real estate prices are, you know, land, square footage now. Yeah. It's almost, (laughs) it's almost impossible. Like if you don't come from money or if, you know, someone doesn't give you a hundred thousand dollars, like I don't really know how you would do it. Um, But now, you know, with something like that, um, with that, you know, that type of thinking or that type of cooperation, Um, It makes it a little more more simple and and easy for you to kind of just start your start your own business and work together and and build up with, you know, other like minded individuals
0: Mm -hmm. to kind of test that out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can see why that would definitely be something interesting for a lot of different people, really. Because I've come across people like that all the time, too, who are interested in setting up their own, like, physical retail space. Mm-hmm. Like you said, the capital is so hard to come by in this day and age. It's, it's difficult for people to get started. Even though you might have a lot of talent, mm-hmm. just the opportunity is uh, not yeah. not quite Same as thing. open as it used to be.
1: Yeah, or even, like, even if you could, you know, jump out and start your own store, but being there 24-7, like, that's another thing. Like, when I when yeah. I quit my job, like, that was really, really hard um, to be able to maintain that and I worked, I did it full time um, for three and a half years until I got some people on board and... It was just you for three and a half yeah, years? Yeah, so like I didn't Ooh. even leave Cincinnati for like two
0: years. I was going to say, you have like, to basically live there. Straight up. Yeah.
1: So um, being able to have a space where there is a de- there's dedicated staff as well. So like, mm. you don't have to... Clear. I mean, if you want to, you can work your space. If not, there will be people there that, you know, they're paid by you know by me by through you know through everybody's membership right to have like their own sales associate Interesting. That'll work. so it's just it's literally it allows for you know you to, to still have some security be able to uh, maintain your personal lifestyle mm-hmm. but still grow your brand
0: yeah that sounds really cool so are there any plans to go forward with anything resembling that idea at this point Still tossing it around,
1: still, um, but it's really all about finding the right space for it right. um, and, and, and just the capital mm-hmm. because, you know, at first, like, it's, I don't expect, like, the doors to flood open like, oh, well, we got all <laughs> these businesses and we want to do this, right. but, you know, eventually it's one of those things that'll grow, so I'd have to be able to pay for it, obviously, running the space, you know, as is. Until, you know, we start, you know, acquiring more, bringing on more more brands to, to kind of run their shop.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I think it, it, it's definitely a good idea. Um, and I really want to explore it. Yeah. It's just, the, this has to be the right scenario.
0: Yeah, yeah. So is there anything that you do have coming up that you can talk about? Any interesting events or projects or anything um, like that?
1: What I'm working on now... Um, putting together a Reds um a Reds capsule project for um opening day um, oh cool the season's getting ready to start yeah, so want yeah. to drop a couple different pieces um that kind of speaks to the history of the organization um some of the some of the cool, some of the, the, the great players that you don't really hear about um or someone that might have only played for a year or two, um, and you forgot that they played for the Reds, mm-hmm. but, you know, kind of capturing them in their, you know, in their Reds' glory as well. <laughs> um, so just kind of coming from that angle, I think it'd be something that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, that sounds like fun. That sounds like fun. So one of the things I've been trying to do lately is to appreciate, like, the small moments and signify that those moments of joy, large or small, mm-hmm. are important um, so I was, was going to ask you if there has been any moment in the past like week or so, large, big, in between, that brought you some amount of pleasure or joy?
1: Oh. Any, it
0: could be anything.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: um, in the past week, um, <laughs> this is going to sound funny, but I, I went to Eli's um, a week ago. Which one? Um, the one in uh, Finley Market, actually. Okay. Um, and I haven't been to Eli's all, all winter. And it was just, it just reminded me that summer's coming. Yeah. And it, it, took it, to, it took it to the next place. I mean, obviously the food is good, but it just made me think about, like, the weather that we have right now. Uh-huh. Um, it was all, you know, it's all on the horizon, and it's just, you know, just new opportunities. and it's fun it and coming. so that, like, that was a very small moment that made me think about a bigger picture.
0: Yeah, having I mean, something to look forward to, I think, is,
1: is a big one for me, too.
0: Uh, so, people can find you online where?
1: Um, OTRFresh.com. On Instagram, we're OTRFresh. Twitter, we're OTRFresh. Facebook, we're OTRFresh. <laughs> so, basically, anywhere you want to find us, OTRFresh, just Google it. We're okay. on every single platform um, as OTRFresh. So and then, what about so you personally? Um, personally, um, you can find me on Instagram at nudie, Nudy, N U D Y. Okay, so where would that name come from? My mom I made it up when I was a baby, so I've been nudie almost as long as I've been James. like they've been calling me they never <laughs> stop. I remember when I was going to sixth grade, my dad was like, They're not gonna call you that. Got to junior high, said the same thing, kept calling. It still kept high going. We just kept rolling over. Even when I graduated high school, he's like, They're not gonna call you nudie when you get to college. So enough. Somehow I followed just you? Just keep like it's always somebody that knows people uh, you know. Yep.
0: Yep. That's how nicknames go. Yeah, literally
1: I was at a um we did an event last week um, at Macy's. Um, last Monday, um, we brought Elements. Um, okay. S- small story, but um, the director of Elements, Abdullah, is actually my old college roommate. So really, yeah. Okay. <laughs> small world. But um, so I had them come for um, to do like an, ex- an exhibition. Um, we did it on the 29th of last month, and we were getting ready to take like a group picture. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then he goes. <laughs> Nudie, get ready. And then, like, I just looked and at everybody. And, like, right. I can't get away from it. But yeah, yeah, I've, I've been nudie for a while. It's funny.
0: All right. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast. James slash nudie uh, slash, I don't know. I might think of a different nickname for you. Yeah, Who yeah, knows? Yeah, I'll
1: take, take them all on. I appreciate you having me, though. Yeah, Good I appreciate you
0: coming down. Um, you can find the podcast at creativecitypodcast.com. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at The Style Sample And I will see you guys next time.